The sun continued to shine as Mrs. Marchmont stepped off the train at Waterloo, and the day was such a warm and pleasant one that she decided to walk home rather than take a taxi. Besides, she wanted an opportunity to reflect on what she had learnt so far. Accordingly, she set off at a leisurely pace across the bridge, pausing once or twice to admire the expansive view of the city that can be gained only from its river. On Northumberland Avenue, her way was impeded by a throng of people standing outside a theatre, waiting to be admitted to the matinee performance of a comic play that had been receiving highly favourable reviews from the London critics. The crowd formed such a solid mass that there appeared to be no means of passing through it for a person of normal size. So, after one or two unsuccessful forays, Angela turned and prepared to cross to the other side of the road. The next few minutes were ones of confusion. Afterwards, Angela had no clear recollection of what had happened, but she was quite certain that someone had shoved her hard in the small of the back, and all she knew next was that she was sprawled in the middle of the road, staring helplessly at the inexorable approach of a large motor van as it bore down upon her. Several people screamed, and one shouted, "'Look out, miss!' Then there was a loud screech as the van, thank heaven for effective brakes, came to a halt just inches away. "'Here! What's all this, then? What do you think you're doing?' cried the indignant driver, descending with all speed from his cab. "'I'm dreadfully sorry,' said a dazed Angela, sitting up. "'I don't know what happened.' "'Well, there ain't no call for it. Jumping in front of a person like that, you might have been killed. And then wouldn't there be trouble? I've got rounds to do, see? And I'm already late.' "'You leave her be,' said a fat woman. "'Can't you see she's hurt?' "'No, no, I'm quite all right,' said Angela, almost sure she was telling the truth. She stood up carefully and dusted herself down. As far as she could judge, Apart from grazed hands and knees, and a severe blow to her pride, she was unharmed. "'Miss! Miss, he's got your bag!' exclaimed a small boy suddenly. The cry went up. "'He pushed her! Catch him! Quick, he's got her handbag! Somebody stop him!' There was a commotion and a certain amount of excited shrieking as several men and a quantity of boys broke away from the throng and bolted all in the same direction— just as Angela realised that the article in question was indeed missing. "'There you go,' said the fat woman comfortably. "'Now he's for it. Are you feeling better now, miss?' "'Yes, thank you. Did you see what happened?' said Angela, who had by now quite recovered her faculties. "'Someone pushed you into the road and then ran away with your bag,' replied the woman. "'That's a low trick if you ask me.' "'I'll catch him now, though you mark my words.' "'Who was it?' "'Why, I couldn't rightly say. I didn't see him myself.' "'Please, miss, he was a big, tall man with a stoop,' said the small boy excitedly. "'Don't talk nonsense,' said a faded-looking woman. She turned to Angela. "'He's talking nonsense, he is. He was medium-sized and thin, with a grey suit and a beard.' "'He was tall, I tell you, and his suit wasn't grey, it was dark blue, and it was a moustache, not a beard,' said the boy stubbornly. "'And he had a scar on his cheek,' chimed in a middle-aged man, who appeared to be the faded woman's husband. 
What do you mean he had a scar on his cheek? demanded his wife. How do you know? You were looking in the other direction like always. You never see what's right in front of your nose, do you? And look at all them other men chasing him. Why didn't you help? You could have been a hero for once, instead of standing there like a rabbit. How am I supposed to chase him if I never saw him? said the man, looking mutinous. You said he had a scar, so you must have seen him. According to you, I was looking the other way. You can't have it both ways, can you? He never had no scar that I saw, miss, said the boy quietly, so as not to get drawn into the dispute. I wouldn't know myself, said the fat woman. Beard, moustache, blue suit, green suit. He could have had all and none of them for all I know. Like I said, I never saw nothing.